Are you ready to feel good? Are you ready to get back in your groove again? Stay tuned for another great podcast with Linda G. Robert. That's me. Hey, this is Linda G. Robert. You're back in the groove again, coach, helping you live your best life now so you can love what you do. Today, I want to talk about death. Oh man, I know it's a terrible topic to talk about, but some people feel quite comfortable talking about death. Either they've recently experienced the death of a close one, or maybe they've had a near-death experience, or maybe maybe they're just okay with it for various reasons. I am not 100% okay with it, but you know, I've been thinking about it more and more lately, and that's what I want to focus on during this podcast. So my dad is 91, and I'm starting with with him as the start of the conversation, because he's the one that's gotten me thinking about death, about my death, and about his death. So he's 91, and over the last year and a half, he's been pretty healthy. In fact, I've never seen him that healthy. But prior to that, he had some periods of being ill, he had heart attacks, and there were some periods of time where he didn't seem to have a good memory. And many years before that, he had to get his leg amputated because he had some uh, blood clots. And every time these things happened in his life, I thought for sure he was going to die. So I had you know, started to prepare myself for his death. And in the last year and a half, I've seen him becoming more and more healthy. And I told him the other day that I don't want him to die. I'm not ready for his death. And of course, he tells me, well, <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen, right? That's the reality of our lives. We are on this earth for a period of time, undetermined, or maybe some people that believe in spirits, maybe it is determined somewhere, but most of us don't know when we're going to die, so I'll say it's undetermined. But it is one life, unless you believe in reincarnation, but that's not what I'm talking about here today. <laughs> we have one life. And, you know, some of us can really mess up our lives with drugs and alcohol and failed relationships and not wanting to do what we want to do and or thinking that our lives has been a complete failure. Or some of us live our lives, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, taking advantage of every moment and being grateful for everything that we have because we know that someday we will die. I've been thinking a lot about that lately and some parts of me have been scared. You know, I'm I'm 64 right now and I'm healthy. Everything's going great. I'm not on any medication. I've never had any major illnesses or operations, so I'm I'm pretty healthy. And lately I've been thinking about my my time, my time that I have left and what I want to do with whatever time I want, you know, whatever time I have left. 
And as some of you know that I've recently sold my house and I've uh, moved back to the city where I was born and I'm now living at a friend's place. I'm, I'm her roommate. We were splitting the expenses. But I've always had my own house. I've always had my own apartment. And this is an adjustment. And when I think about the rest of my life, I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. I don't know if we'll continue to live uh, you know, together. I don't know if one day she'll say, well, I think I want to move or I think it's time for you to move. I, I don't know that. So as opposed to worrying about that, I'm going to take that part one day at a time because that's pretty well all I can do. I can't really predict what another person is going to do or or not do. But when it comes to my my death, that's another thing. I, I can't predict when that's going to happen. I can imagine, because I've done that before, I've imagined myself being on my bed, my deathbed, as you could call it, because I'm I'm sick or I'm dying or I'm I'm old. So I'm imagining myself being old and having my kids and grandkids around me and thinking of my love for them and, and thinking of my life and thinking of if there's anything that I that I regret that I haven't talked about thinking of if I've lived my best life now and taking my last breath a breath of satisfaction a breath of satisfied life a breath of I've satisfied with the life I've lived and closing my eyes and that's it that's it for my physical being and and my children are witnessing or have witnessed my my passing and I don't know what what's going to happen after I don't know if my spirit is going to go and reach other spirits I think that's something that I I want to think I want to think about that I want to believe that when I do leave that I'm greeted by the people that have left before me not maybe my relatives but other spirits that have reached that next level of their life I think thinking about that makes me feel like it is something that I can, in a sense, look forward to. Not that I'm looking forward to dying by any means. No, I'm not. And that's the part that kind of brings me right back. When I start thinking of, of my death, it makes me think of what more years or what can I do with the rest of the years that I do have you know because that's it like I might have 20 maybe 30 because I'm I'm 64 right now I might have 30 years maybe more maybe a little bit less that's a lot of years that's a lot of years and what do I want to do with that well I know that I do want to travel my dad said to me the other day, 
You know, one day you'll have to stop all this traveling thing. Yep. You can't do that forever. <laughs> and I said, I know I can't do that forever. Of course I can't do that forever, but I can do it for as long as I can. And maybe one day I'll realize that I can't do that anymore. There was one couple that I had met. They were my neighbors a few years ago. And I bumped into them last year. I had uh, gone for a walk. In fact, I didn't finish my walk. I, I it, There were too many bugs out there. So I decided to turn around and, and drive to a, a restaurant that was nearby. And lo and behold, if I don't recognize their faces. I hadn't seen them in about a year and a half. And I started chatting with them and they remembered me, you know, a little bit. I noticed that Leda, the lady who's in her mid-80s, I guess now, was having difficulties remembering things. Her husband, Ray, who was older than her, was healthy, healthier than her this time. He had been sick, but this time he was healthier than her. And he reminded Leda that she had, she couldn't drive anymore because she had health issues. Ada used to love driving. She used to love going to different places with her car. But in her case, she couldn't drive anymore. And it was more than likely because she had some type of dementia. So the medical system told her she couldn't drive anymore, right? And as far as they were as a couple, we had talked about walking the Caminar, the, um, the San Diego, what's it called? The El Camino. I think that's what it is. <laughs> You'll have to forgive me if I don't have the name correct here. Camino de Santiago, whatever it's called. Anyways, we had talked about that when we bumped into each other. And he said, I don't think I'll be able to do that anymore. So, you know, we, we come to a point where, for various reasons, not just because we're old, not just because we're reaching a certain age, but for various reasons, there there comes a point where we decide we don't want to do that anymore. Perhaps it's we don't want to do that, or maybe it's because we can't do that. I'll give you a couple of really simple examples. I don't want to go to bars anymore and party all night. I don't want to do that anymore. You know, I have a girlfriend uh, that lives in a different country that no, maybe she doesn't want to party all night, but she definitely enjoys going to the bars and, you know, staying for quite a few hours. I can do that, but not all the time. That's something I definitely don't want to do anymore. What are some things that I can't do? Let me think now. Some things that I can't do anymore. Hmm. I'm trying to think because... I can still walk, and I can walk long distances. I may not be able to walk 20 kilometers, but I'll push myself to do it. So I know I can still do that. I know I still can ride my bike. I might not be able to go as far as I want, but I know I can still do it. I suppose there's not a lot of things I can't do anymore. 
And so I can continue doing everything I want to do and everything I can do for as long as I can't anymore. And that includes traveling. And that could be another 10, 15 years. I don't know. And I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to do that as long as I can. And I'm going to stay at my friend's place, splitting the rent, the internet fees, for as long as I can. And then when I can't, I'll know. And I'll have to make other decisions. I think I have to keep it that simple. What do you think? You know, when it comes to death, sure, we can plan certain things around it, but I've planned my funeral. You know, I've got a pre-planned funeral. I'm, I'm, I should say I'm paying for a pre-planned funeral. I can't plan the when I'm going to die, how I'm going to die. I would like to have family around me, but that can't be planned. I can only be shared with my loved ones, and even that... It's really does depend on how I how I die, right? So there are certain things that sure we can plan, but most of it, in my opinion, we can't. So we might as well enjoy the rest of our lives. We might as well enjoy the next few days and then the next few days after that and after that and after that until we can't anymore. And that's it. You know, life is a gift. And perhaps death can be a gift to maybe our family, our relatives in some cases. What I mean by a gift is, you know, we, we do learn things when our friends and family members die. When my mom died... I learned that I needed to be healthy and healthier. You know, she died in 2008. I happened to quit smoking in 2009. Hmm. You know, so when people die, friends, family members, we learn certain things. We learn that life is precious. What we choose to do is very important. And sometimes what we choose not to do is important as well. And that's all I'm going to say on that topic. For now, who knows what's going to happen later. My name is Linda G. Robert. I'm your back in the groove again coach, helping you live your best life right now so you can love what you do. For more information, go to my website, lindagrobert.com. If you want to chat or receive some coaching, uh, there's information on my website for that. And you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Stay tuned for more great podcasts. Have a great day, everybody. Well, there you go. Another wonderful podcast by me, Linda G. Robert. I'm your back in the groove again coach helping you live your best life now so that you can love what you do. Let's get you back in the groove again. Have a have yourself a great day.